Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or Apple Podcasts. Brooke, you know what they say, stars are just like us. But if we're going to be fully honest, not all of them are. There are some celebrities out there who are next level, literally everything. Yeah, Pete Davidson, Sal Volcano. (laughs) I'm just going to list my top five. Okay, go ahead. That's two. Mm -hmm. Daniel Kaluuya. Three. Channing Tatum. Who else is on there? Ryan Gosling? I don't know. Beautiful. I think that's it. What a great list. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know what? One of those stars who is nothing like us, in addition to those gorgeous five, is Taylor (laughs) Swift. She's in a category of her own. She's literally an unstoppable force at this point. Mm -hmm. These days, nothing can stop the momentum of the Taylor train. So it makes perfect sense that Time Magazine named her Person of the Year for 2023. Yeah, and in her interview with Time, she's really opening up about, obviously, her huge year, including getting in shape for her tour and some personal grudges. And, of course, her love life with a certain NFL tight end. And, (sighs) as per usual, not everyone is thrilled with Time's choice. If there is ever a year where everybody (laughs) in the world is like, yeah, Time, you did it, I would assume the world is over. Like, there's no way we would exist anymore. So if it's not Taylor, it's not going to be anyone that people agree (laughs) on, you know? Like, yeah, well, it could be like a worm or something. I feel like we'd all get on board with that at this point. (laughs) A dog? (laughs) A dog. No, people are like, dogs. Yeah. People would find a way to be against it. Face it. (laughs) Everyone on the world just wants to see it burn. True. True. That being said, this is Taylor's year. Yeah. From Wondery, I'm Arisha (laughs) Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. It's Thursday, December 7th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. We know you have your tried and true closet staples, but it can be fun to switch it up. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stodd or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. Yeah, it's easy to find instant inspiration at Saks.com. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Okay, well, obviously, this is making me just want to shop after we record this. I know. And it doesn't take much for me wanting to shop. No. So. But if you're looking for a joyful shopping escape, which we all are, yes. then head to Saks.com for inspiring ways to shop for everything on your agenda. Saks.com. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Give me that, give me that hot gas. It's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me, at tea. Okay, that banger 
is Taylor Swift's absolute earworm of a song, Antihero, from her Midnight's mm-hmm. album, which was released last October. We actually talked about it when it came out. Yeah. There was a little controversy yeah. around it. But that song, yeah. God, the second I hear it, it's going to be in my head all day. I know. I was thinking the same thing. <sighs> and, you know, the reason for that is because it got constant radio play, became a viral mm-hmm. hit when hundreds of thousands of people used it on TikTok. It was literally yeah. everywhere. And so was yep. Taylor. She's... Mm-hmm. Uh, dominated headlines in 2023. She single-handedly boosted economies and raked in massive moolah with her Eras tour. <laughs> this this is this woman is unstoppable. Like yeah, I absolutely. I've literally commented on like <laughs> celeb news posts on Instagram where it's like, does this woman sleep? I know. Because she's she's in South America, she's in Chicago, she's in New York, she's in Paris. Like and she's dating, we'll get into this, but it's just, I don't know how she does it. Uh, I know, I don't either. You know, on top of all of the music and all the work, she's found time for a new romance. Mm-hmm. And because 2023 really has been Taylor's domination era, Time Magazine announced yesterday that they've named her their person of the year. Mm-hmm. And as part of the deal, Taylor sat down with them for an interview, which is actually a pretty big deal because it's the first print interview she's done in four years. Yeah, I was actually... I had that thought, like, while I was reading it. I was like, wow, we haven't really heard her talk about much in a long time. Yeah. I was, like, very cognizant of it. I'm not convinced that the editor-in-chief of Time magazine is a big Swifty and was like, this is the only way I'm going to get stuff out of her if I make her person (laughs) of the year and force her to sit down for this interview. (laughs) It's a good strategy. I don't hate it. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So in the interview, Taylor gets really candid about everything, both career and her personal life, which is really nice. I feel like she's a very open person anyway, so this doesn't really surprise me. Um, And she talks about the preparation she did for the Eras tour, which included three months of dance rehearsals and singing her whole three-hour set list while running on a treadmill. And if I don't know if anyone listening has ever tried that. Like, I've been on a treadmill (laughs) and tried to sing just to see if I could do it. And it's hard i mean we can't even see three hour set walking around doing karaoke like i don't know yourself. how oh i'm speaking for training. both of us i've seen us both do it nah, it's not it's that not was great months ago it was months okay. ago i've been rapping and working the room <laughs> yeah for months yeah just wait. i'm sure You'll see. i'm sure show you at the sleepover okay um <laughs> she also talks about how she stopped drinking while she was on tour because she couldn't imagine <sighs> doing the show hungover and she was like I don't want to know that world. And I understand that. We did one live show, and the next day we were dead. <laughs> and we also didn't <laughs> we drink, didn't do so. anything. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, Taylor says that this year feels like the breakthrough moment of her career happening at 33, which is wild, and yeah. that this is the first time in her life she's been mentally tough enough to take what comes with that. And that's important. Yeah. Hugely important. I mean, uh, I the level of fame she has right now is just... I know. Off the charts. Yeah. And that mental toughness has definitely been tested in the past. Uh, And Taylor gets into some of that in the interview, uh, namely that infamous incident with Kanye and Kim Kardashian Mm -hmm. back in 2016. So, Richie's, if you remember, Kanye rapped about Taylor in his song Famous. There was the lyric, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why? I made that bitch famous. And then Taylor expressed being upset over the lyric. And then Kim, who was married to Kanye at the time, released a recording of a phone call between Kanye and Taylor that made it sound like Kanye had actually gotten Taylor's permission to use those lyrics, which then, Mm -hmm. of course, made it seem like 
Taylor was making a deal out of nothing where it's like, oh, you gave permission. Why are you being upset about this? Yeah. But then later, a full unedited version (laughs) of that phone call got released. And it was very clear that Kanye did not tell Taylor that he'd refer to her as a bitch. And Taylor talks to Time about the toll that this took on her. Yeah, so she calls that whole incident a career death. And she said, make no mistake, my career was taken away from me. She also said, you have a fully manufactured frame job and an illegally recorded phone call, which Kim Kardashian edited and then put out to say to everyone that I was a liar. Taylor said, that took me down psychologically to a place I've never been before. And to try to deal with everything going on, she said she moved to a foreign country and didn't leave her rental house for a year. She Mm. said, I pushed away most people in my life because I didn't trust anyone anymore. I went down really, really hard. And we should mention that TMZ reported today that sources (sighs) confirm that Kim still hasn't apologized to Taylor over that incident. She did tweet about it a couple years ago, saying that, like, she felt forced, uh, kind of, to support Kanye, Mm -hmm. which I'm sure she did, knowing what we know about Kanye. Um, now, not long after this, the masters to Taylor's music were sold to Scooter Braun, who happened to be a friend and a collaborator of Kanye's. And in her interview, Taylor said, with the Scooter thing, my masters were being sold to someone who actively wanted them for nefarious reasons, in my opinion. I was so knocked on my ass by the sale of my music and to whom it was sold. I was like, oh, they got me beat now. This is it. I don't know what to do. I can't imagine oh. that. Yeah, like, I I mean, that's got to, especially at, you know, this was before Kanye was just really showing his real true colors. I mean, we got yeah. glimpses of it, but he is doubled down and yes. just being an absolute trash human being. And there mm-hmm. were a lot of people that very much came for Taylor. And it's just, yeah. I can't imagine, you know, we have our mini scandals and they destroy us. They drive you off Twitter. Like, <laughs> I can't imagine the scale and the magnitude that Taylor had to experience. I this, I mean, I would have done yeah. the same thing if I could afford to. I mean, I want to do that anyway, uh, but move to a foreign I know, country. I know, same. Um, yeah. But, you know, Taylor, like a phoenix reborn from the ashes, mm, uh, she's wow. slowly been regaining control of all of her music by re-recording mm-hmm. her old albums and releasing them as Taylor's version. Uh, and mm-hmm. with the success of her albums and her Eras tour, she's on top of her game and the world right now. Yeah. And it's not just about her career these days. She's also killing it in the love department. If you've listened to basically an episode <laughs> in the last minute, you've probably heard us talk about <laughs> their relationship. Um, yeah. But yeah, Taylor is dating NFL tight end Travis Kelsey. And in the interview, she opens up for the first time about their relationship. Yeah, so first, Taylor clears the air about the timeline of their relationship, which I really appreciated. And she said, this all started when Travis very adorably put me on blast on his podcast, which I thought was metal as hell. (laughs) And she says they started hanging out right after that. Now, as a reminder, this happened on Travis's podcast, New Heights, and this was back in July. Mm -hmm. So it's been a minute. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, it has Now, been. Taylor says that they had a significant amount of time to get to know each other without the public watching them. And when she went to that first Kansas City Chiefs game back in September, she says they had already been dating. Like, they were already a couple at that point. And she said, we would never be psychotic enough to hard launch a first date. <laughs> and Taylor says that she's actually okay with the relationship being as public as it is because she said, that means I'm going to get to see him do what he loves. We're showing up for each other. Other people are there and we don't care. And then she says, the opposite of that is you have to go to an extreme amount of effort to make sure no one knows that you're seeing someone. And we're just proud of each other. Mm. So cute. 
Yeah. So cute. It's, it's Don't okay. you just love them, Arisha? Shut up. Don't you just love them Shut so up. much? I I <laughs> I just don't understand the number of people I've talked about on this podcast have not started dating me. So uh-huh. why does it work for Travis and not me? That's bullshit. It's gender discrimination is what it is. <sighs> yep. You've nailed it. <laughs> There's no other way to describe You've it. cracked it. <laughs> yep. Now, of course, every time a Sexiest Man of the Year or Person of the Year is announced, we hear from both sides on social media. It's no different uh-huh. for Time's Person of the Year. In the comment section of one of Time's Instagram posts about Taylor, Aaron Andrews, the Fox Sports reporter, wrote, I can't get enough, in all caps. <laughs> and someone else wrote that Taylor's pick was so well-deserved, calling her influence multi-generational and saying, just when you think she has peaked, she raises the bar for herself. She has conquered the music industry, propped up economies, spread joy, and inspired millions with her creativity and philanthropy. Cheers to Taylor. So after Taylor shared one of her Time covers on X yesterday, Elon Musk, who was somehow Time's Person of the Year in 2021, (laughs) responded with his congratulations, and then he added, some risk of popularity decline after this award. I speak from experience, lol. But it's like, that has nothing to do is with the award. Is he putting himself that's, in the same category as Taylor Swift? <laughs> of course he is. That's crazy. So on the other side of the comments, on Instagram, somebody wrote, this is a joke. What exactly is her impact? Being really rich and famous? Wow, what a hero. People are dying. Someone else wrote, unbelievably disappointing. No one cares, in all caps. But they wrote and the comment, so... Exactly. Whenever yeah. someone's like, I don't care, it's like, but you're writing, you're commenting, you care enough to type you with your enough. little thumbs. So you do care to an extent. Exactly. Amen. Um, and another person added, can't believe our person of the year is another billionaire. There were a lot of comments about her being a billionaire and like yeah. her private jet and her carbon footprint and stuff like that. So yeah, it, that's understandable. Stuff that's but yeah. like, <sighs> she should fly coach like Jeff Bezos. I'm sure she'd have a ton yeah, of frequent flyer miles. She could upgrade to Economy <laughs> Plus. There you go. Just be better for the environment in general. <laughs> and then these people would be so much happier. Yeah. That would solve their problems. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. Brooke, Taylor has clearly had a banner year. Yes. But, like, with any person of the year pick, there's backlash. What are your thoughts? I mean, who else do these people think should have been Time Magazine's person of the year? Who? Like, honestly. I mean. I would say maybe our writer-producer, Michaela Myers. <laughs> exactly. She, she came in second. It was between Taylor, our writer-producer, Michaela Myers, and Beyonce. Now, for context, Beyonce is a pop star. Uh, she's... <laughs> our producers are going to kill us. <laughs> Richie's, for context yeah. for this, our producers before we got on were like, you've got to give context for things, otherwise we cut them. So we're giving context for everything now. Mm-hmm. And Every we're all going to be fired. Thing. <laughs> and they regret ever saying a single yeah. word, I'm sure. Um, but as far as Taylor goes, I just think she's everywhere. Like this article made a really good point. They were like, Think of how many times this year you talked about Taylor Swift. How many yeah. times did you sit on TikTok and see her song or scroll and see videos from the Eras tour? How many times did you see a headline about her? She was right. everywhere this year. Yeah. And yeah. very I don't think you can say very often that you're in the midst of watching history be made. She is a cultural phenomenon. She is a legend. She is an icon. And she's somebody that people are going to be talking about for so long to come. And we are in the middle of that history making. So 
get over it, honestly. Um, yeah, you just got to alert. Your time check is <laughs> is at the door. Oh, finally. My God. Your commission check from Time Magazine. <laughs> Thank you. Thank um, you so much. I'm glad I sent the alerts to your email address. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. No, I agree with you. I mean, it's it's never going to be universally accepted. And I, I'm not, it's right. one of those things where I'll, I see this a lot on posts, on posts about celebrities on like People Magazine, page six, where they're like, there's people dying. And it's like, of course there are people dying. Like it's awful and terrible. And it's one of those things where it's like, yeah. you're on a celebrity page. Why? Like, it's one of right. those things where it's like, what do you want? I and I just, I feel like, like what you were saying, like she has been literally everywhere. Some of us are suffering from a little bit of fatigue, but you can't deny (laughs) her just unstoppable force and talent. Like, she is a great businesswoman. The fact that she is resuscitating economies is just wild. I know. There was, like, in that article, like, some countries were trying to get her to come there to help their economy. Like, that's an impact, and she has a lot of power. And, like, sure— I agree with you. Her carbon footprint isn't great. There no, are maybe good. people who are more noble. I don't know, but like there are, I mean there's we can't always going to be somebody. Her. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where yeah, it's like there's always going to be somebody who's doing more good if we want to qualify yeah. like that, but I don't think we should because it's not a competition. Like it's like yeah. You know, she does It's not the Nobel Peace Prize. And even that they just give to anybody. Like, it's one of those things, like the Nobel Peace Prize, the atom bomb maker got one. So it's one of those things where it's very nuanced at times. But I will say what's most impressive is the craft industry just thriving because of the purchase of beads. (laughs) The friendship bracelets. I'm honestly wondering when people are going to stop wearing those bracelets. Like, I'm curious when that time is going to come where they're like, all right, let's take these off. That's the stupid stuff I think about. Well, I was going to be like, I'll never take mine off. Because my nephew made me one, and it's so cute. I'm not even oh, wearing it, though. You're not even wearing it. it. I know. I can't find it. I took it off because I went swimming. But I do love them. They're oh, so yeah. precious. From a simpler time. Yeah. yeah. From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skinner-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. This is Rich and Daily. You can follow us on socials at Brooke Ziffrin and at Arisha Skidmore-Williams. We'd love to connect with you. And don't forget, we're also now on video. You can watch our full episodes on YouTube on the Wondery channel. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. See you tomorrow, Richies. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Listen to Rich and Daily on Amazon Music or on your Alexa-enabled device. Just ask, Alexa, play the Rich and Daily podcast. And tell your friends we've got the hot goss. I'm Shimon Yai, and I have a new podcast called The Competition. Every year, 50 high school senior girls compete in a massive scholarship competition. I wouldn't say I have an ego problem, but I'm extremely competitive. All of the competitors are used to being the best and the brightest, and they're all vying for a huge cash prize. This will probably be the most intense that you've ever gone through in your life. I remember that feeling because I was one of them. I lost, but now I'm coming back as a judge and also a kind of teen girl anthropologist. 
Because if you want to understand what it's like to be a young woman in America today, the competition's not a bad place to start. Hopefully no one will die on station night. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery, this is The Competition. Follow The Competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.